never let them stop your grind And when it's time, don't ever let them stop your shine Why? Cause you work hard to get there When you get stuck, look up, don't just sit there There's haters regardless, just do what you do You ain't through till it's finished, man, that's what winners do Hey guys, and welcome back to Maddie Costanzo's podcast. I have another special guest today. I'm feeling very special. I've got all these special guests jumping on. Um, this guy is awesome. I've been following his Instagram, his business and what he does. He does photography and wow, they're amazing photos. So um, I'll let Josh introduce himself. So fire away. Uh, g'day, I'm Josh Lynch. Uh, I'm a commercial sports lifestyle and wedding photographer from Wollongong, New South Wales, Australia. Cool. You have a really good voice. Do I? For like this is like a radio thing. That was sick. That sounds so cool. All right. So we're gonna jump straight into the podcast. So how the first question is like, how did you get into photography? Ah, uh, that's a very very long story. Um, We've got heaps. Of <laughs> that's okay. it. So I'm 16. Uh, I'm in school, and I've got no idea what I'm doing. Um, drop out, sitting there wondering what to do for work. And yeah, I had a camera. Oh, first camera I got was at 16. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I just started playing around with that, going to the track. I've always been around motocross, always ridden, um, always been at the track. Actually, I started oh, when I was 14, 15. I think I took my iPad out to the track and just started snapping away photos. Didn't send to anyone. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so fast track forward to 17. Um, I've just picked up another camera. I've been doing stuff at the track for a little bit, just taking photos of different riders. But um, a race comes around called the uh, Mount Kembla Two-Stroke Cup. Yep. Um, and I'm like, oh, cool. I can try and get in a race. So I messaged a club um, and they're like, oh, hey, if you want to do photos, um, you need to hit up uh, this guy by the name of Donald Downey. Yep. Um, and so I was like, okay. I messaged him and he's just gone, yeah, be at my house in 10 minutes and we'll talk about doing photos. Mad. Yeah. So I went down and met him um, and we talked, talked, talked. I think I was there for like three hours. Um, talk, talk, talk. And eventually he goes, yeah, come along. You're coming to shoot two show cup with me. That's so cool. That was really cool. So he's a, he is solely the reason why I've actually got a career now. Um, sadly, he's not with us anymore. He passed away in 2019 um, from cancer. But he is, I dedicate my whole career to him. If he didn't let me come out the track, I wouldn't have done anything with this. Yeah, I can so guarantee that. Blow. Yeah, so I went out, shot that. Um, fast track forward, uh, I met the guys at City Coast Motorcycles. We did a uh, an event at Illawarra Convoy. We did a freestyle motocross event, and I hit them up. And hey, can I come out and take some photos? And like, yeah, sure, okay. Go out there, meet all the riders. This is the first freestyle event that I've actually photographed. Um, and yeah, I was I had to meet the likes of Robbie Madison. Um, Michael yeah. Norris, Chucky, yeah. and a few of the other boys. Showing so, the deep end. Oh, I got thrown really <laughs> far so in the deep cool, end. But. I got thrown really far in the deep end. Um, so with that, that's the first freestyle show I'd ever um, photographed. So with that, the Nitro Circus tour came into Wollongong. Yeah. And I hit up their photographer. I was like, hey, what this is like four days before the show. Wow. And I hit them up going like, hey, I know I'm just a local kid, but what are the chances? Like I'm still oh, I'm still 17 at this point. I hit yeah, them up yeah, like, oh, yeah. what are the chances I can come out and photograph? He goes, oh. Let me get back to you. Yeah. I got a message the day before saying, come out, let's go do photos. That's insane. I was like, oh. How like good is that? Nitro Circus is like 
that that was like a big big deal like I think I celebrated all night that night yeah and it's so cool like we always I always talk to people about like you just need to go out on the limb the worst they can say is no and you're exactly where you were before do you know what I mean and in your circumstances it all just went like pretty much perfect you know like so how cool is that to just just you know ask the question and you know see what happens so Best blessing for you, I reckon. Oh, absolutely. I think that's how half the jobs I got to start with was just messaging different people, just going, hey, can I shoot, can I shoot, can I shoot? And the first couple were like, oh, I'm not making any money off them, but it's just making those contacts. Further down the track in Actress Circus, I've worked them a couple of years now and getting paid yeah. to all those shows, know all the writers. Yeah. Um, and that's always a ball of fun. I'm hoping that we get a tour back this year. Yeah. So we missed last year. I didn't make it on the tour last year, even though I got cut short. Mm-hmm. So we're hoping that, yeah, that comes around again. Yeah, that would be so exciting. But yeah, that's basically kind of how I got into it. Um, if we talk further down the line, um, that's just I only broadened myself out to different photos as far as like wedding and lifestyle. I want to yeah. say late twenty eighteen, early twenty nineteen. Yeah, okay. Um, so I fresh. was oh yeah. yeah. So um, the we- the weddings was an interesting one. So I was back coaching junior soccer. Yeah, and I had this. Um, uh, one of the kids fathers actually come to me he knew I was a photographer and he's always sh- showing off this uh photographer that he knew that did um all the weddings for his functions and all yeah, that yeah yeah and so he put me in contact with him and eventually I started doing weddings with him his name's uh Brad Chilby oh cool um so I started doing weddings with him and all that and that's how like I've done a couple of weddings myself now and started but he gave me that option to kind of that in yeah yeah to learn he took me under his wing sort of yeah. just to learn from him and learn what to do so, would you prefer motocross or weddings? Oh, no, motor. Yeah, I knew, motor. That, I knew the answer low, to that low, one. <laughs> low key, you didn't hear this from me, yeah. but I don't like doing weddings that much. Yeah. Weddings is about, like, that's where the money is. Yeah. There's not much money in motor, but motor is the best thing. To do. It's up and coming, though. Like, mo- like, motocross, especially in Australia, is just expanding at such a rapid rate. that I've Because now, obviously, my sport was, like, football. It still is. But um, now, with, like, my career and coaching, like, kids in, obviously, motocross and stuff like that. I've been exposed to that sport and it's like two years ago when I got exposed to it, we were at like a certain level and now like my mind's blown. It's like a whole nother world. Oh, it's yeah, just absolutely. like taking off. Like you need a motocross coach, then you need like a PT and then you need like your own photographer. Like, do you know what I mean? Like there's oh, so many yeah. aspects now to the to the sport and a lot of people I think underappreciate the value of, of it actually being a competitive sport. Oh, 100%. One of the hardest sports like I've actually now seen. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think yeah. the hardest sport that I reckon is boxing because it's like you just you can't you know you can't control anything really in yeah. boxing except for yourself you know like that that that's it everything else is a variable oh, in boxing absolutely. absolutely see where with like soccer you can only do a certain amount of stuff you know rugby motocross and stuff but motocross there's so many other variables too it's like your track your weather you know other riders your bike you know like things like that there's just so many that so many things that become involved in that sport is so it's so hard but oh, um, absolutely i love that it's up and coming so yeah so cool that's a bit about yourself and how you got into it and now you're loving yeah. it do you want to do it forever is that oh, like absolutely. now what you want to do yeah. absolutely i can't think of anything i'd rather be doing really yeah cool. i got, got got a few backups in line but i don't ever want to touch them what's your plan so, b uh just going to um i used to work in uh live production so like oh, theaters and all that. Wow. So, I was, yeah. so i was a lighting and audio engineer um, which is always fun. Like yeah. I do that every now and then, but yeah, it's not something I want to go back and do. I'd rather do something like I'm having fun every yeah. time I'm on the track. There's nothing that's not fun about this. And then so. now you're not working. Like, do you know what I mean? Like absolutely. it's not a job. Like yeah. act- you would be there whether you get paid or not. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Absolutely. Like that's like maybe with the gym, I feel like half the time I'd be there whether I was paid or not. Yeah, like, do you know, exactly. Like, because you love it. And then that's the real, the real winner is us. 
Oh, 100 percent. I don't know what my backup would be. I haven't actually thought that far. I asked you that question. Yeah. I don't even know my own backup. All right, we're going to jump straight into um, the next question. So me and Josh were having a good chat um, this week and trying to figure out, obviously, what we wanted to talk about in this podcast. Obviously, motocross was one of the topics, but we wanted to be a bit more personal. We thought... Um, it was a good idea to start conversations. I think it's very important to start conversations with different people, check in on people, make sure they're okay. We all have our own battles um, and our own, own struggles. And Josh really wanted to share his story. So my next question to you is what have been some of your biggest struggles in life? Um, apart, apart from just struggling to get work, um, not many people know this. I actually suffer from anxiety, severe anxiety. Yeah. Um, so that's been a real struggle. It's been up and down. It only, it's only just come, like, it developed through high school. Yeah. I was not a school person, even though, I, like, at the same time I really wanted to be there, I just couldn't be there. Yeah. Um, but it's only really come back oh, in the last 12 months. So okay. it really, like, it's, a, it's hard to explain because it is solid pain yeah. in the gut. Yeah. Um, but it's really stressful. Um, it really, like, I, I've had breakdowns. I've had days where I'm shaking. Yeah. Um, it's it's really hard to go through, but right right now I think I'm in a good path. I'm contro- controlling. I don't think it'll ever go away. Yeah. But I'm managing it very well with the help of a few people yeah, I've got around course, me. Yeah. Um, talk to a lot of people. That that's the one thing I do like saying is, I've grown up hiding it, not talking to anyone. But as soon as you start talking to people, it's so much better. Yeah. People understand. People will try and help you. Yeah. Um, and if there's people, if you if you start telling someone about it and they're want to get rid of you then they're not people for you yeah um of course but yeah so it's been it's been up and down um i don't think i'd be the person i am today without those struggles yeah um kind of help you grow as a person learn what you're capable of like overcoming and what you can deal with absolutely yeah so i stressed really hard about like being perfect yeah um my work myself um the people around me kind of accepting me. Yeah. Um, wasn't the most popular kid growing up in school. Yeah. But, and I it think that, that yeah, <laughs> I think that kind of shaped who I was. I was always trying to impress people. Yeah. Okay. Um, and you're not the only one out there. No, Anyone listen to this, yeah. I'm sure everyone's had that same thought. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, it's been rough um, trying to maintain, like I have good days, but I struggle with like, of recent, I've been struggling with thinking I have I'm being able to see the positive in a lot of things. Okay, it's been yeah. the net like that I try to bias. and that negative like it could be I could have a great day working, hanging out with people and all that, but when I go to bed at night, I'll have that one small like completely irrelevant negative thing sitting in my head all night, and I won't be able to sleep. Yeah, okay. So it's been really bad like that. Yeah. But right right now, I've been um, talking to a few people. It's really been helping. Uh, yeah. A few people have been helping me a lot, um, and trying like people that like i've had to put trust in and mm-hmm. it's worked yeah um that's scary isn't it though oh, sometimes absolutely. and i'm sure a lot of people listening to this would go like but who do i put the trust in you know like yeah. so i think the biggest thing is the first thing is like yeah find your close friends or family and you know or if you if you're not 100 percent sure it's like just get that professional help like it's not you know it exactly the shirt that i'm wearing the living shirt on the back it just says like it ain't weak speak like just go speak to a psychologist or go find someone that that you can trust you know um, I'm glad that you found those people and you can trust those people. They sound like amazing people. Oh, of absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I had some, I was thinking of something. I can't remember what I was saying. Oh, ask me. I always <laughs> jump in. <laughs> I know. Anyway, like it's been good. Um, 
like even the thing recently, that's what it was. The thing recently has been changed. I kind of changed myself. I cut all my hair off, um, yeah. changed my diet kind yeah. of. I've, I've had this problem with eating for a long time. Yeah. Um, so I haven't been eating the right foods. I still can't like, it, it's weird to say, but um, I'm scared of trying new things. Especially food. Not weird food. to say. So many people. Food, food is like food is a real big problem for me, and that's why I think that's why my health hasn't been so good recently. Um, yeah, food is important. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like, I eat a lot, but um, like lots of people that would have seen me know that I'm like pretty frail, pretty skinny. Yeah. Um, and it's weird because I eat a lot of foods, but it's just the wrong foods. Yeah, okay. Um, and some like me, I have a very fast metabolism, so I can't put on weight very easily, so I've got to be very smart about what I eat. Yeah. Um, and I put, like, it's weird to think of because I used to eat, like, everything as a kid, and slowly, slowly it's just kind of, like, moved away from... Gotten it, smaller and smaller. Yeah, <laughs> the list, yeah. yeah. Like, I eat, like, I'll sit down and eat, like, I'll eat a lot of the one food, I just don't eat very, very much variants of food. Yeah, okay. So I'll sit down and eat three, four chicken snitzels. But that's all I'll have. I'll have that's yeah. that's what dinner consists of nowadays is bland piece of meat. That's it. Yeah, okay, I can't yeah. eat anything else. Yeah. So I'm working to change Um So stepping out and trying something new. Yeah. Like yeah. vegetables. I hate vegetables. Oh yeah. <laughs> and everyone's like, "You're a personal trainer. Why do you hate vegetables?" And yeah. uh, I know the nuns will be listening to this right now. They always tell me to eat my greens, and I'm like, "Oh, I don't <laughs> want to eat my greens." But yeah, that's good that you're stepping out and trying new things. And yeah, it is scary. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's been a bit like. Um, cutting my hair, like I've had, I had long hair for eight years. Me too. Um, <laughs> I had long hair for eight years. Yeah. So that was a real big thing, cutting it off. Yeah. Um, did you just do it one day, like just walk in and go chop it off? Or did you like contemplate it for like a couple of months before co- you did it? I contemplated it for, oh geez, when, um, would have been a few months before that. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, oh, it would have been late November, early December. Yeah, it was early December. I let... Uh, a friend of mine uh, and his father cut it into a mullet, yeah. and I left it. Yeah, cool. I, I yeah. left it. I left it in a mullet. Did for, the trend, yeah. I said oh, I'll leave it in for a week. It got, it got yeah. left in for about a month. Yeah, cool. Um, and then I cut oh, it off no. early January, and that's the best decision ever. I would never go back to having long hair, mm. not at all. A lot of people say that with your hair is like part of your obviously your identity and what you look like and who you are, and it's like when you cut all your hair off or you hear other people like shave their heads and stuff. They're like, it's almost like I'm a whole new person now. It's like I got rid of whoever I was before and now I get to start again or because like I cut my hair off. Yeah. Like people say it's so like liberating. Now yeah. I thought it was like when I shaved all my hair off um, and just went like the short look, like at first you're like, oh my God, when you look in the mirror, you're yeah. just like, you. I woke up the next morning. I don't know if you did this and was like, I forgot I did that. Oh yeah. Absolutely. And then you're like, oh, who's this person? But you feel so free because it's almost like a restart. Yeah, it's absolutely. like you get to start again and do or be whoever you want to be. Yeah, that's so it. So is yours just like, you're wearing a hat right now, but it's like fully yeah. like buzz shaped oh, now. It's, so, it's like, oh, so I got a bit nice of length on top. Yeah, got a so bit of length on top. Yeah, cool. So um, I couldn't go all short. I couldn't do that. Nah. Um, I like it though. It looks good. Oh, I, I, it's much more Fresh. comfortable. Yeah. Um, sleeping on it for the first time was weird. Yeah. That was very weird. So and I think washing your hair for the first time. Oh, it's so much easier. It's so, yeah. <laughs> so much easier. There's nothing there. <laughs> There's nothing there. Yeah, cool. So change has been a bit of a struggle for you, but you're slowly adapting and changing and becoming someone new, different, which is cool. Yeah, that's a bit it. scary. Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. But like, got a few things I'm working on. Just little little things trying to improve. Yeah. Um, and then I have big moments where it's just a big. Um, one one thing I did have. Uh, 
went with a friend of mine up to uh, Port Stephens, up to um, uh, Stockton Sand Dunes. Yeah. We were up, just up there at a track. And he goes, oh, come on, let's go run the Sand Dunes. And I was having a bad day. He knew I was having a bad yeah. day. I was talking to him about it. Um, and he goes, come on. We went and found the biggest Sand Dune we could possibly find. Yeah. And he goes, come on, we're running up, to, running up it. I go, okay, let's do it. I run, I go all the way up it, all the way down. Oh, it took forever. Yeah. The, the weird part was turning around at the top to come back down usually would be the easiest part, but I turned around and saw how far yeah. away I had to run was the hardest part, and that's what messed with my head. Really? Uh, wow. Yeah. So we get to the bottom, Yeah. and I go, nah, I'm done. Can't do that anymore. And he goes, nah, we're going again. We're going again. Um, so I, I was just adamant on not going up, and he goes, nah, nah, we're going again. So I run up, and I, I took this one really easy. I was just like, I was like, no, there's no way I'm doing it. So he smoked me up there, Yeah. back down. Um, we, we'd been timing this just to see where we're at. Just, and oh, so slow that time. I just, I, I was just so feeling so bad inside. I just couldn't deal with it. Yeah. And I was like, nah, no, we get, I, we get to the bottom. I'm like, nah, we're done. We're done. Not yeah. doing that anymore. Um, and he, he just added me. He goes, nah, we're doing it. We're doing it. And, nah, nah. So he gets me doing, um, this person knows who he is as well. And yeah, knows yeah. Who he is. <laughs> um, gets me doing this. Um, he just goes, lay on the ground and start breathing. Yeah. Um, and I was there. I was almost almost in full convulsion wow. just sitting there just breathing yeah. because it was just a really really big moment for mm. me and then i just jumped up he said let's go and i just went all the way top all the way back down quick like oh, 30 seconds quicker than we'd done before and that was uh, that was a big day yeah um that i actually took a photo of that scene that that uh photo now sits in my lock screen yeah my cool yeah so, so it's like you're overcoming that um that mental battle that physical barrier and all that sort of stuff at once yeah, yeah that's so cool and yeah. it's just a reminder that you can do that and that you can do it again and again and again you've absolutely once. yeah and he's, he's basically told me yeah that's where i'm leaving all my thoughts yeah that's where and that's still what i am living by to this day yeah wow so this year has been a lot better last year was a real bad show yeah. Um, to the point of where, like, I, I'd been at the track. I had to get someone to calm me down before I drove home because there were times that I wouldn't have made it home. Yeah, okay. It was that bad. Like, yeah. it's a, it's weird to think about anxiety. It's such a mental thing, but it actually hurts. It's like, a physical thing it too. It hurts yeah. so much. Yeah, like, like chest pain. I know when I have something, like, I get chest pains. I feel nauseous. You know, the headaches come on. And it's like you've really got to, like, stop. And just, like, you can't – sometimes you can't even focus. Like, you can't even – even do anything oh, like you know like and people i don't think people understand that enough like no, no um even just like mental health in general like people can still have the smiles on their faces can be doing whatever but it's like when they go home or when they get into the car or just they're more alone like you don't know what they're dealing with like you know yeah. they, like they think that they're fine but even just walking down the street you could be smiling and have 50 million questions going on if, in your head oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? so it's like becoming more aware of that is just like the biggest thing that i think people like yourself um are trying to to spread more awareness, like that, that, that it's okay to feel like this. Oh, absolutely. Um, and everyone's got their own battles, so. Yeah. And nice. The, and from the people that I've talked to and all that, the people that now know about this, like, I did a, yeah. I, I've been told I did a damn good job of hiding it. Yeah. Um, I was, I was always, always trying, I was always mm. trying to be positive and all that, yeah. but really inside it, just oh, a million thoughts. Um, I think it's because, uh, so it developed back uh, late high school, um, wasn't doing very well, I was flunking class, mm. um, and it was to the point where I was starting to look like getting kicked out. Um, and weirdly enough, even though I didn't want to be, I didn't feel like I wanted to be there, I kept skipping class. Like, I cared about school. I wanted to be there. I wanted to finish school. But my body wouldn't let me. There was something about school that I just couldn't do. Yeah. I think that's what it's come down to now is, like, as far as a business, as far as my life, I really care, like, right now. Yeah, yeah. And that's been the biggest struggle at the moment. Yeah, okay. So now that I'm 
caring so much i'm trying so hard to make everything right it's just all the stress anxiety is coming back coming back yeah so we've managed to get a good uh good control on it at the moment um and we should keep positive from now on yeah good yes positivity positivity is key so this leads into our like next question about all this is like how have you actually coped with these so um people obviously that listen to this and might see like what we're talking about they might be hoping that maybe you can give them like a little bit of a pointer or what even just like like, what's your thing so like for example me when i have like stressed my thing is like training a nap you know like what's what's something that you do that's your thing that kind of helps you get back to maybe on track or get back to center um exercise exercise yeah (laughs) i've been um i've been going through rough stages um where i've just been down out not having not having anything positive to say not yeah. really wanting to do anything and someone will say oh let's go for a mountain bike ride let's go yeah. let's go for a run all that and i'll come back and I'll be the happiest person i've ever been yeah like, cool um you those good endorphins going yeah that's, that's it the, the, rele- yeah. the release of dopamine yeah. yeah um really helps so it keeps it positive um i spoke about this a little bit talk to people that is the number one thing i didn't do um i didn't talk to anyone like People knew, but at the same time, they didn't really know what was going on. Yeah. My parent, my parents knew what I was, what was going on from you know, the age of sixteen and all that. I don't think they even know what's going on now. Yeah. Well. Um. So, but obviously after this, they know. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I think they knew anyway. Like, um, plenty of people I had around me that I finally told. Um, they come to me like, yeah, no, nah, we knew. Yeah. We knew. So, talk to people. Um. One, one thing I've been doing recently, and it might just work for me, um, I go back through moments on my phone, through messages on my phone, and I'll just find one little thing positive that maybe someone said, yeah, oh, yeah. oh, thank you for that, or something, and that lifts me up so much. Mm, yeah. um, and there's been days where I've felt down, I just don't feel like I've done anything productive, haven't, hasn't been a positive day. What I've started recently is I've got a little, um, a little notes on my laptop, and after every day I write down everything positive I've done. So I can look back on that and be like, hey, I did something positive that day. Yeah, well, I like that one. Yeah. yeah that's so cool. I can look back and see what I've done. I can look back at the end of the day. If I'm at the end of the day, I'm like, oh, today's been a shit day. I can look back and they go, no, hang on a second. I did this, 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 and this. It's been a good day. Yeah. And that seems to calm me down. Yeah, cool. So, that, yeah, there's heaps of good tips and tricks in that. I'm going to even try that one. I like yeah. that because people, people seem to see what they've done wrong, like, really, really quickly. Yeah. But, like, when you ask them, like, what's their strength or what are they good at, it takes them, like, five, ten minutes to, to, to know. You know, oh, like, absolutely. they don't know it off the top of their head. So even just doing that little list more continuously, like, every day, that would be such a big improvement for oh, people. absolutely. So how long have you been doing that little, tr- uh, like, thing for? It's been almost two months, I think. Okay. And you do um, it, like, every day? Every day, every day. Um, I was and like, you're saying you're in a good place now? 100%. 100%. The best place I've been cool. in a long time. Yeah. Um, with the people so around good. with myself. Yeah. Um, but I think, I think the thing that sparked that I was listening to, I'm not sure it was a podcast from someone, but someone, it was the quote of, um, uh, you got 365 days, don't waste them. Yeah. And from yeah. that, I was like, fuck it. Yeah. I'm going to do Holy shit. I can't waste them. <laughs> <laughs> no, not even. I'm yeah. going to make sure I'm doing something positive. Cause if I've, if I have a day where I haven't done anything positive and right, right now, even if it's down to, uh, I've sat at the computer and edited a heap of photos from a day, sent them out to this person. And that's what I've done. At least I've done something productive, something positive today yeah yeah so i think that's um and i love that it just reminded me of something in my head um i was over at a friend's place on the weekend and their dad said like um because i'm reading tony robbins book have you yeah done much I, of tony robbins? not really i'm reading his book at the moment and the the dad said like tony robbins when he talks and stuff one of the key things that he said is like always have your clothes and shoes 
ready to go like the night before because when you get up and get dressed you'll just go automatically do something because you're ready to go yeah I so it's like i'm gonna like like i do that now obviously my clothes and stuff but like on my day off i'm gonna even start doing that now because as soon yeah. as you get something productive done you feel like you've won the day you know yeah. like you feel like you've achieved something like today we do this podcast like once i edit this and upload this i'm like yeah cool done yeah exactly but now i go to the gym and go to work but yeah that's <laughs> you know, right. it's good it, as long as you do one thing it's better than doing nothing oh, 100%, whether it be 100%. little or whether it be it might be cooking you know what i mean like if yeah, you cook exactly. food for yourself for the next day yeah that's a win i think uh, like I've had, I've had days where it's been like oh i've got an instagram post up i've yeah. done a post something like that but it hasn't been but i make sure on those days where i haven't done anything haven't been able to do any work that it's like okay it's a post that means something it's not just hey here's a photo of so and so yeah it's like, yeah i'm posting it for this reason this yeah. is why this writer's doing so and so this writer's successful in this area yeah so it actually is a meaningful post rather than just going hey here's a photo yeah because yeah. that doesn't do it for me yeah your photos are insane i love them so <laughs> it's like they almost tell a story some of them well, like, that, do you know what i mean like that's, that's what i love that's what i want um yeah. photos a photo as far as most people think, but if you, you look at a photo, I want it to, I don't want someone to go, hey, that's a cool photo. I want someone to go, wow, that, that I can see what was happening. There. Yeah. I can yeah. see what happened, wh- what's about to happen, what's just happened. Yeah, like you can almost visualize the whole sequence before the photo and then after the photo. Absolutely. Like Absolutely. that, that's what I think is cool about yeah. your photography. Yeah, cool. So um, with that, like what is your business, obviously, which is the next question, which we know is photography and everything like that. Um, and so like, why did you start it in the sense of, I know you said you got like handed a camera, you like photography and stuff like that. But like, you know, like for me, PT, I did it because the only thing I was good at was PA at school. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Like I that's the only that. reason I did it. So yeah. like with photography, like was there people in your family that did photography? Was there someone that like, I know you mentioned the guys at the start that you, you became friends with and everything like that. But like why motocross and then why photography and why put them together? Okay. Um, the, mo- the motocross is, you've been around motocross since I was oh, five, six years old. Yeah. Always riding. I'm always been at the track. The photography is an interesting one. I tell this to everyone that I meet is if you ask me uh, five years ago now what I'd be doing um, now, wouldn't even, photography wouldn't even cross my mind. Never, wow, really? Never, okay. Nothing to do it. I was, my brother was always the one that got the cameras. He was always interested in that. I never got them, never cared about them. Um, and come 2016, um, I'd just been working a little bit. I was working uh the company that dad works for. So we know the owners very well and he just give me work during the holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a bit of money. I was like, oh, I want a camera. I want a DSLR. I've never yeah. had one. Everyone else has one. So I went out and bought one. And I bought four cameras in one year. <laughs> <laughs> Rolling in money there. Yeah, yeah. let's go. I, I, went, I went out and just bought four cameras. I'm yeah. like, oh, I want this one because this one does this better and this better and this better. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was weird to get into that because I've never really had much interest, not an interest in art, anything yeah. like that. So it was definitely interesting. I suppose being at Moto, I wasn't a racer. I was just a rider. But that gave me a way into the races. Yeah. Um, Made those connections. Yeah, exactly. So, like, I was just out, I was just out at Kemler or Appen, just taking photos on social days. And then Dad goes, oh, you got to sell them. you got to start selling photos. Put the watermark over and sell them. Because I was just giving them out at that time. Like, oh, okay, I'll do that. Yeah. And I was making a little bit of money. Yeah. Um, and then a race came around. I was like, oh, I'm going to try and get on this. It's at Kemler. I've been riding at Kemler you know, for God knows how long. Yeah. Um, and it's like, yeah, okay, I'll see about going in there. And then sparks that whole story. Yeah. in the club and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and now it's my local club. I do all the work for them. Um, they even run their social media at one stage. Cool. Wow. So, yeah. That's a whole job in itself. I reckon social media. Oh, hundred percent. I've got a, um, I've got a good friend by the name of Lance Russell. Yeah. He is the, he's a freestyle motocross rider, but he's the hardest working person I know. He runs 
so many different social media accounts for so many different brands. Really? He has stepped yeah. up on work so yeah. much. Um, I honestly couldn't name off all the uh, brands he does there's it for. So many. Oh, there's so many. It's ridiculous. And I thought, I didn't know at the start that he was doing all that. And then once I find that out, oh, but he, six months down the track, I was like, yeah. geez, like he is the yeah. hard, one of the hardest working people I know. Um, and he still makes time to ride. He um, helps a young rider out, still makes time to ride with him, yeah. help him out. Um, and yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, it's ridiculous how much work he does. So And social media, like I said, there's a whole, it's like literally a job on its own. I, yeah, I've been asked to do a few social media pages before and it's just like, it's literally, if you're not on top of it, like three days go past and you haven't even posted or you haven't even got content like backed up. It's like you almost need to make a day just to create content to oh, then absolutely. be ready to post. I used to do the gyms one and then like obviously my one and then a, f- a couple of friends there, businesses and stuff. Yeah. And it's just like, so I couldn't imagine like what his lifestyle would be. Oh, like, yeah, if he's doing like more than one yeah. or two. And I, I love him because I pick his brain all the time. Yeah. What's working? What's not working? He know he knows social media so well. So if I, if I've got a post that's not going well, I go to him and go, why is it not working? And he'll tell me, he'll give me a full list of what's actually happening. Yeah. So it's really smart. But honestly, to any business that isn't social media on social media right now, like, you're kidding yourself yeah you're missing out yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. you have honestly to run a business in this day and age you have to be on social media even for writers too hey like i think like sports kids like a lot of um you know like elite athletes have their own presence on social media now and it's like some one of the parents said to me it's like it's like their resume oh yeah because nowadays um in motocross sponsorship is very prominent yeah um but nowadays the sponsor doesn't look at oh Where's your place in this race? What are your results like? It's like, how many followers do you have on Instagram? Yeah. That's all. How well can you now. promote us? Exactly. Yeah. That's what it is. They don't yeah. care about having a logo on your bike yeah. on race day. They care about that tag in your post that's getting thousands of likes. Yeah, yeah. That's thousands all they care about. and everything like that. Yeah. It's crazy how the world's flipped now. Oh, Because I remember yeah. I growing up, like I didn't even know what social media was, like for yeah. sport, you know? And now everyone's got their own little page. It's like this rider or this player or this athlete and, like, mm. this is their whole resume, like, right there. Yeah, absolutely. It's crazy. And, and nowadays, lots of these guys, like, especially your elite athletes, have, like, a whole team behind their social media. Mm. It's ridiculous how much effort goes into that. But it need, it needs to be that way now, otherwise you just can't be successful. Yeah, for sure. So what maybe are some tips that, like, for young riders or mums and dads with riders or athletes that are listening right now, like, what – like when's the best time to post do you think or like what should your photo or videos like do like how do you kind of structure your social media then to maybe help for them to do it to theirs yeah Yeah. so it's it changes all the time like last year I posted every single day all the way up until October I think I missed two days in between that and that was it was good for like gaining a following but I wasn't producing good content yeah I was forcing and I've talked about this on my social media before I was forcing content out like I'd get to seven eight o'clock and I'm like I need a photo and just go find a photo and post yeah, that yeah. just to make sure I didn't miss a post yeah nowadays I'm more posting once every two maybe three days but making sure it's good quality content I'm always active so I'm always posting my story and all that but yeah, as far yeah. as an actual post yeah it's not all the time no but I any post that I'm making nowadays like I'm happy with yeah um last year I could have deleted Fifty percent of my posts. Yeah, okay. Because wow. I didn't like him. Oh, so interesting. Yeah, so nowadays, do you like listen to like Gary V or like um, you know, like Tom Billiard, all those guys that are just like pump content? Doesn't matter what it looks like. Have I you ever heard that of those? No, guys I don't. That? I know who they are. I yeah, don't yeah. really listen to my. The only podcast yeah. I listen to nowadays is Moto. Yeah, but that's yeah. <laughs> because being an industry, I'm in. I have to know everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. So yeah. always looking at like 
I am so bad with social media because I'm always on it just checking results, checking what everyone's done, yeah. where these riders are at, checking sponsors. And it's the same with podcasts. Like I just listen to Moto Podcasts to know what's going on. Yeah. Um, but I feel like I have to be like that. Yeah, yeah. Now just because I need to know. Like, what's go, happening. Go, going to a Supercross event, I have to know what the new gear is because I need to get photos of that and send them off. Because if I get a contract from, say, Fox Racing, mm. they're not going to tell me what their new gear is. They just expect me to go out there and know. No, yeah. So I have to be doing this research constantly, seeing what their new stuff wow. is. Wow. So it's like work behind the work. Yeah, exactly. It's a lot more than like... Only in a business never... It never ends. You're always working. Oh, no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's no end point. This. There's no end point. Um, there's no end point. Really no end goal. It's just keep yeah. moving, keep grinding. Yeah. Um, cool. So social media, so you don't, you're more about quality over quantity. Now, yeah. now definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Like I've got, a, I'm making sure I'm getting a post up every now and then because yep. once you don't post in a week, you become irrelevant. Yeah. Um, I went, I went two, three weeks last year without posting um, at the end of the year because I was like, no, I'm not doing this. Um, but now I'm making sure I'm consistent. Um, yeah. Good content that I am happy with because if I'm not happy with it, it's not going up. Yeah. Um, and at the same time, I feel like of late there's been a lot of my photos getting around. So I'm able to to provide that content. I can share it. I can tag these different writers. I tried um, – I was doing for a week, a couple of weeks, um, just posting different wallpapers and all that. And that way I was tagged – like it just looked like a photo of a writer, but unknowingly I'm tagging all these sponsors underneath. And those photos are going out to hundreds of different yeah, accounts. Yeah, yeah. So that's where my content like Smart. is broadening there. Yeah. So that's what I really have been diving into Rather than just getting a photo up and being like, oh, that's a post. I want to get a photo up and see how it, how how far it can go. Yeah, which that's is what cool. I'm really aiming I for now. Thought of like that. Yeah, I guess. Oh, maybe a little bit. I thought it was like you want shares and likes and stuff, but it's like just to see how that one photo. See, I'm like the opposite to you yeah. in the sense is like just obviously based on who I listen to and what I do is like, you know, call it like quality of course, but it's like how much can you get out there to getting people's faces yeah, kind of thing? Guess, and yeah. obviously our worlds are totally different in what we post. Yes, so yes. there's like a different variety of like audiences that we're trying to hit. Yeah. But I love hearing someone else's view because there's no right or wrong. Like, do you know oh, what absolutely. I mean? Like I love that. Like, and um, I remember I did this coaching course once and the guy was like, um, this obviously fitness related, but he was like, if you can justify why you're doing it, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter yeah. if I was getting someone to balance on a exercise ball with one tennis ball in their hand, closing their eyes and doing something. If I can justify why they're doing it, yeah, then it's about exercise. So yeah. I know I've just used that in everything in life now. So it's like with your social media or with whatever you do, it's like it doesn't matter what you're doing. If you can justify why, like leave it. You do it. You know, yeah. like leave everyone else alone. Like just just let them be there, be themselves and do what they're doing because obviously it's working for them. And if they yeah. can justify it, it's – it's valid. Oh, absolutely. I think that's awesome. Yeah. There's two, there's two ways you can really go about social media. What I'm doing right now is completely opposite to what I was doing last year. So I'm producing good content that I'm happy with, but I'm not pumping it out all the time. Yeah. But then there's guys that'll just, um, like all these TikTok stars, all these guys on Instagram that are posting three, four times a day yeah. to the point where it can get annoying yeah, like, for yeah, the viewer. For sure. Like you scroll into your feed and you see it. But whether it's annoying or not, that means people are talking about you. Yeah. Which means you're getting attention, you're getting interaction, which is another way to go about it as well. Yeah. Um, which is kind of why I did that last year. It wasn't to be – obviously, you're not going – You're not intentionally trying to be, be annoying, annoying yeah. But, like, you're getting it so people start talking about you or your, your stuff is always out there, people are sharing it. Yeah. And that's kind of, yeah, where I was at last year. Yeah. Different, different sort of stages this year. Like, obviously, because I'm not posting every day, following isn't going up as much, but – it's still consistent. Your interaction's probably like the same, if not higher. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the key. Yeah, absolutely. Which is kind of where I want it to be at now. Yeah. Like right right now, even though social media is like 
I want to say the way of the future at the moment. Um, I'm not caring much about um, like followers. Like, oh, I don't want. I'm not thinking about. Oh, I want to get to 100k followers by this yep. year or whatever. Um, I'm thinking about. Okay, I want to have a good feed that if someone that actually is interested in my work comes along, looks at, they're like, "Holy shit, this is good." Yeah, that's the uh, that's the impression I want to give off at the moment. Yeah, of course, I like that. Um, and now the last question that I have is, what is? I know you've given heaps of advice, and we're very thankful for this. And anyone that's watching there, um, or listening, sorry, they're probably loving every minute. Um, you've given heaps of advice, but what is like a piece of advice that you could give someone that's going through maybe the same thing? Whether it could be like a bit of advice for maybe a new photographer, it could be um, some advice also maybe for someone that's like battling with a bit of anxiety, um, like. What, what are some things that you guys could just like tell, that you could just tell these guys to maybe, you know, that little bit of positivity that they need to hear today? Um, so the one thing that I live off now, which I'm wishing I was told ages ago, is anything, anything that matters, anything that matters to you is hard. It's going to be hard. It's going to suck. You're going to have to go through some rough stages and all that, but you're going to get there eventually. Um, it's just you've got to be able to push through those dark moments. And you've got to be strong enough to push through them. Otherwise, you're just not going to make it on the other side. Yeah. Where it's ba- you're basically going to be, you've, it's always going to be hard, but you've got to learn to live with those hard moments um, and it's to become normal. And it's going to be, it's just going to be like, yeah, okay. I'll do it this yeah, way. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, sh- I'm struggling here, but this is normal. This is what I've got to do to get this. Yeah. So that's where, that's where I'm at now. Um, I said, I wish I was told that years ago. Yeah. Um, as far as photography goes, Talk to people. Network. Um, don't go out there. I've, I've had a few people recently, um, and I see it not only myself but with other people, like photographers copying your work, trying to copy your advertising and all that. Mm. Um, be your, be original. Yeah. Right now, and it's not only people that are copying, like people follow trends on social media. Yeah, of course, yeah. And it works to a certain extent, but you have to be original to be noticed. Um, you really have to find your own style uh your own creativity to really become successful you can become successful to a certain extent using trends using doing the same stuff other people are but then it's gonna get a point where everyone's doing that same thing it becomes normal so no one's interested in it everyone's everyone becomes interested in oh how cheap can you do it and there's photographers out there that'll do weddings and all that that charge 200 bucks which puts our name in the dirt yeah um because as most people know wedding photography is one of the most expensive sort of uh, hell yeah, to get into. Yeah, I've seen that. I was just like, I could buy a new calf. <laughs> yeah, it's it's um, and even the prices that I charge is like it's nothing compared to some guys in the states. Even some guys in Australia charging like ten grand to do a wedding, yeah. which is ridiculous. But when you go into a market that's so clustered, um, people fight for price, and the smart people around know that they can know once you get into a market like that that you can argue for a price yeah of course yeah. and then it just brings the value of this economy down so it's really kind of you've really got to be your own creativity just be you yeah otherwise it just won't work and it actually affects other people yeah of course yeah. i um i like the quotes like if you're the more valuable you are the more original you are oh it's like no one else can get that anywhere else yeah so it's absolutely. like that's why you're valuable yeah. Is because like no matter who they go to, who they talk to, wherever they are, if they like they can't replace you, and it's like that's when you know that like you're original because you're yeah. that valuable. Absolutely. And I think that that's really cool. Um, 
yeah, so that's pretty much it. I think this was a really cool podcast. Yeah. Thanks so much for coming on. <laughs> no, thanks for having me I on. asked you before this podcast, I said, were you nervous coming into today? Mm-hmm. Now knowing, obviously, a bit more about you and um, what your battles are and what you've been dealing with, like – were, did you have a bit of like anxiety before coming here today? hundred oh, percent. Yeah. And 100%. so how did you, um, and it's good because you didn't let it stop you. Like yeah. you didn't make an excuse to go mad. They can't come now. Like, you know, like you no, still showed no. up, which is amazing for you. Um, is there, how did you handle coming into today then? You're just like, get it done. Re- yeah. Get it done. Really? <laughs> yeah. Like I'm good at talking shit. I'm yeah. going to stand on the side of the track and talking shit. Like yeah. you, are, you ask me people I stand around the track. I've had So time. if you ever see Josh at the track and you want to talk shit, go find Yeah, because I'll, I'll talk. Yeah. I'll talk. I'll, get, I'll, yeah. let, I'll let you, um, you'll be stuck with me for a couple of hours. Yeah. I, I'm good at talking shit like that, especially at the track. Yeah. Any, anything motor, I'll just stand there and start That's talking. That's where you're that. like comfortable. Oh, absolutely. At the track. Um, I just around good people. Yeah, cool. So, so how did you do it? Like, did, so you just literally just said, Josh, get it done today. Like yeah. you, there was no coping mechanism in any other way. No, not it was just, no. Yeah, it's cool. Sometimes you just literally have to rip the bandaid off and go for it, don't you? Oh, that's it. Like literally the, I remember when I did my first podcast, my first talk, I was like shitting bricks. I was so <laughs> nervous. I was oh, yeah. sweating. I was like shaking and I was like, you just got to do it. Oh, yeah. And then once you're involved and you're in it, it's like, oh, this is actually it's not chill. too it's bad. A, oh, yeah, absolutely. I, there would be so many people out there with today, tomorrow, the next week, whatever they're going to, their new battle is, they're going to be feeling the exact same way. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's, like, it's a common thing in this world. Um, yeah. It's a very common thing in this world and there's more people battling it than most people know. Yeah. Um, but it's very hidden. Um, as I said, people are good at hiding it. I was, I was bloody, I felt good about hiding it. Uh, I didn't feel good about hiding it, but I felt like I was good at hiding it, sort of, mm. um, because I don't like being a hassle on people. I don't like being an extra struggle on people. Yeah. The, wor- the worst thing for me is like I'm at someone's house and um, for my friends, they'd know this. Um, because of the problem, like I'm a very, very picky eater. Like yeah. I can't eat many things. I feel so bad if someone's there um, like cooking a heap of stuff and like, oh, do you want this, this, this? And I'm like, no, no, it's all right. I don't don't like it i don't it's all right and like oh but i'll do i'll cook this and this and this yeah. it's like, no, please don't yeah like please you're don't. coming a bird yeah. i've got i got a, yeah. uh, a family that's a good friend that i'm good friends with yeah. that i go over their house all the time um and they're cooking the most fancy dinners and they'll have just a um a fridge full of steaks yeah just cook it for me <laughs> that's so good yeah and you're not a bird no that's just what you like you know what i mean yeah like, exactly you're not, you're not bothering but anyone, i think but that's where the anxiety comes really in it's like care. i don't like people stressing yeah. I, mean, I don't like people sort of Feeling like they have to go out of their way. Yeah, yeah. 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 And mo- most time, like most of the time, I know I understand now that like they don't feel like that. But to me, that's what the way I see it. So I really don't like being a burden on people. Like if I'm ever hassled anyone, that's where I get like real sort of anxious. Yeah. Okay. So it's really, really like annoying that way. Yeah, and you just <laughs> got to deal with it. Oh yeah, and as I said, number one thing is like food. Yeah. Like that is the worst thing for me. If I'm at someone's house and someone's bloody. All over me, like, oh, we can make you this instead of this and this. I'm like, no, please don't. What's your What's your favourite go to meal then? Oh, chicken snitzel. Chicken snitzel. Good, good pub snitty. Yeah, Always. pub snitty. Just and pub chips. Snitty, just chips. And just chips. No salad. No, no salad. salad. Yeah, or, I'm the I won't yeah. eat salad. I'll be like, you can keep that in the fridge. Just yeah, don't exactly. waste it on me. Yeah, if I'm out with the family, it's like I'll keep it in the bowl and I just give it to mum or dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like. But, good. Yeah. And what's something new that maybe you've tried that you wouldn't have tried six months ago, a year ago, two years ago? I went. I went and tried Mexican. Um, <gasps> that's my favourite. Have you not had Mexican? Oh my god! So, I'll take you to Amigos. We went. To, I went to Amigos, but you know what I ordered? I ordered plain chicken wings. <laughs> I went if there. You for can a, see my face if that camera is still <laughs> recording. I'm gonna have to put this up. Um, Mexican is my favorite thing in the is whole wide world. So you ate chicken wings. 
I had I went to um this that was the second time I went to America. I went there for a birthday. Yeah. And I had just plain chicken wings. Um no sauce, no anything like that. But I went to um this Mexican this other Mexican place in Wollongong. Um yeah. we just went out for dinner with friends. I'm not, uh, I'm not sure what it was. It was like quesadillas or something like that. Yeah. But I figured out one of my problems is like I I struggled with the texture of food. Like all, all it was was just meat in dough. Yeah. But I couldn't eat it because of the texture. Wow. It was just really fine. And that's what it really, that's like. It's good that you identified that though. Yeah, yeah. It took me a while to figure that out. Like yeah. it's like I don't like food. And it's not only that I don't like food, it's like I don't like trying it. Yeah. Like there's so many foods out there that people are like, oh, it's so good. And it's like yeah, like no, Mexican. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, oh, bloody, oh, you love it. It's like, nah, I don't like it. But really, I just never tried it. Yeah. So I'm like. Like, it's weird. Like, I'm honestly scared of trying it. Yeah. Well, it's not weird because that's just your thing. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, everyone's scared or, like, you know, some people are scared of heights. Some people – me, I'm scared of dark. You know, yeah. like, some people – I hate getting locked in places. Like, if you lock the certain doors and stuff, I'm like, get yeah. me out. But I'm not claustrophobic, <laughs> do you know what yeah, I mean? Like, I guess, yeah, I yeah. And it's like you're just scared about, like, dip, trying different foods, you know? Yeah. So yeah. it's it's all valid and it's all normal. Everyone's yeah. got their their things. Yeah. So that was the last – I think that was the last time I tried anything. Um, I think that's the first thing I've tried recently that I didn't like. Yeah. So that was like, oh, okay, we'll move on to the next move one. Move on to the next thing. Well, there's yeah. so much food these days. It's like, oh, you absolutely. know, if you, if you don't like one food group, oh, well, there's like 50 others you can yeah, get yeah. to. So, yeah. I, I just don't like fancy foods. You just need to be plain as possible. Yeah, I like, like pasta and stuff. I like plain pastas and stuff. Yeah. No. Nah. I'm just a meat freak. That's all I eat. Meat. Yeah, yeah. same. I love all meat. I eat. Chicken, yeah. fish. Yeah, steak. chicken, fish, steak. I, um, have you ever tried lamb's fry? No, I can't say how. We're going on a tangent right now, but <laughs> my, my parents, um, my mum's side, they live in parks. Yeah. So that's where we're from. And they have obviously have a massive property. And so like lamb fries, like all the leftovers of the lamb. So okay. it's like, you know, back in the day, you can't waste anything. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah. And that's just been like a household thing, lamb fry. My mum hates it. If my grandma's cooking it, she will like, because it stinks. Like it's yeah, not like, okay. It's, um, but... Riders, it's really good because it's like high in iron, like it's good for, like it's really actually really good for you, but yeah, it's okay. lamb, kidneys and liver. And my grandma makes this really nice gravy and put it on toast and it's breakfast. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Can't, say Can't say the texture is very good. So I yeah. don't think you'll be trying Pro- that anytime soon. Probably not. No, texture's off. But anything meat is just like, yeah, I can do it. Yeah. Um, it, even like it, it also become, comes down to a mental thing, like the smell of something or the look of something. It's like, no, I don't eat that. Yeah. But if something looks horrible, but it's like, if someone puts um, a piece of meat in front of me that it's like, it's steak or it's just some sort of beef, but it's something I never tried before and I look at them like, oh, well, that's all it is and I'll eat it, no problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a look of stuff that I've never tried before. Yeah. I never. And that's why you like chicken schnitzel because it's this golden, oh, crisp yeah, piece of chicken. Absolutely. Chicken schnitzel is the best. Yeah. The best pub Cindy I had, we went to, um, uh, I can't remember what it's called. It's a pit down pub. Yeah. It was a schnitzel that was like the size of a dinner plate. Really? It it's massive. Oh, it was so good. It's like Robo Pub. Have you been there? Yeah. Yeah, I know yeah. that one. Yeah. That's like, oh, is that the one that you just said? No, no. No, that was a different one. No. Yeah. We went there and the Snitty, our friends actually own it, but it's a little bit of a plug here, but mm. it's like the best schnitzel ever. It was the size yeah. of a plate and it was so good. We okay. had to bring it home for like seconds because I couldn't <laughs> finish it all, but yeah. All right. We're on it's a tangent good. now. We're going to wrap it up. Yeah. Um, anything else you would like to say to everyone? I think no, we I covered us. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for sharing your story because I know it is super hard um, to actually share your own story and open up. So I'm very appreciative of it and I'm sure anyone listening will be very appreciative of it. Um, but yeah, thanks for jumping on and we'll say bye now. Yeah, no, thanks for having me on. <laughs> That's okay. All right, see you guys. See ya. Never let them stop you grind And when it's time, don't ever let them stop you shine. Why? Cause you work hard to get there When you get stuck, look up, don't just sit there There's haters
haters regardless, just do what you do You ain't through till it's